Uh, we're live. We're live. Uh, how's there? How's everybody doing today? Well, beautiful. Good, good. As good as we can be. Yeah, for sure. For I got sure. um. I'll take that one. I uh I assembled a, a roster today, not just being wide, but uh being wide, being wide affiliates. I got I got everybody on here. I'm, you call me Nick Fury for today. I got my, I got my <laughs> roster of Avengers here. Hey, um, I, I go down I go down the line. Uh, let's start off with Manny. How you doing, man? I'm making it, man. Another day, maybe yeah. another dollar. We'll see how the next check go. Yep, yep. <laughs> Dev, man, how you feeling? <laughs> well, yeah. Dev, check on his kids. You know, you, Trev, you, know, you, you know, you know why we here. So it's kind of a, it's a mood. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure, dude. Yeah, we we about to get on to that right there. Trev, how you doing, man? I'm good, man. I got some burritos. Got some drinks. Living cozy. Yeah, you sound like you a know? high school student. Right. Pretty much, you know. More Technically, he is like at the group. Darnell, how you doing, man? My dad, so. Darnell, what's going on with you? Good, man. I'm good. Any day above ground is a good day, man. Amen. Amen. Absolutely. Darnell, how you feeling, man? I'm good, man. You know. Making it, making it. Hey, awesome. What's good with you? Excellent, bro. Living a, living a good quarantine life. <laughs> bad, 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 bad. Hey, uh, Will, what's going on with you, man? Man, looking, smelling, feeling like a million bucks. <laughs> <laughs> Miko, how you doing, baby? Feeling blessed, man. Feeling blessed to be alive, brother. Hey, glad to have you on here. Hey, uh, I think Dev got, me, got, got his mute right now. He, uh, of course, he got to take care of family life, so it's all good right there. Hey, uh, like like the comment of the of the uh, the pod goes. I know why we all here right now. Uh, Amar Arbery, um, out jogging, uh, gunned down in a cold blooded murder. Uh, I'm gonna introduce the uh, the facts of uh, what's going on right now, and then uh, I'll pass it on from there. So I'm gonna refer to an article from uh, CBS News. Uh, just bear with me, everybody. Uh, two men were finally charged uh, after uh, over 70 days. With the uh, the murder of a fatal shooting of uh, Ahmaud Aubrey in Georgia, um, uh, the two men, uh, two uh, white individuals from Georgia, have been arrested and charged with murder. Uh, family said that uh, Ahmaud Aubrey was was jogging. We all saw the video, um, and then to go with it further from there, um, officials from the Georgia Bureau of Investigation announced uh, Thursday night the shooting of a 25 year old uh, Ahmaud took place back in February uh, 23rd. Uh, ignited racial tensions not across Georgia but uh, also across the country. Um, Aubrey was uh, confronted by uh, Gregory Michael and his uh, son uh, Travis McMichael, who shot Aubrey before he collapsed and uh, died, according to the bureau. Uh, Gregory, 64, Travis, 34, are both uh, charged with murder and aggravated assault. Uh, the men were taken into custody and uh, have been booked into the uh, Glen County uh, Jail. Uh, the decision comes uh, days after a cell phone video emerged that uh, captured the final moments of uh, Arby's life while he was jogging through the uh, Brunswick uh, neighborhood in February. Um, there, of course, there was uh, video evidence, which uh, we'll get into uh, the whereabouts of that, too, as well. Uh, Michael told investigators that he thought Arby was a burglar suspect and ordered him to stop. But Michael said uh, Arby violently attacked his son. Uh, we saw the video. That is not uh, the case at all. And the two fought over the shotgun, uh, Arby uh, fighting for his life before Travis shot him twice. At the time, there's no charges filed. Uh, Michael is a former uh, law enforcement officer who worked for uh, the local uh, DA. 
uh, due to conflicts of interest, the case is now on this third prosecutor who's bringing the charges uh, before a, a grand uh, a grand jury. Uh, his mother, Wanda Jones, said uh, the cell phone footage of the incident proves that his son was not committing the crime. He was out for his daily jog, and he was gunned down like an animal or, as has been said to as well, a, uh, a modern-day lynching. Um, this is a... Uh, this is... I mean, it, it goes without saying how highly uh, disturbing this is. And, you know, all of us, uh, you know, we're, we're all black here. This could, have been, this could have been any one of us. Every time I see something like this, this could have been me. This could have been Miko. This could have been Austin. could have been Darnell. It could have been any one of us. Uh, Darnell, we used to live next to each other. You know, I used to, like, I'll go off for a jog, you know, just run around the neighborhood. You know, and I, th I think of that right there. I think, like, I mean, who, who, who knows that? I, uh, you know, I got, hey, I'll be back, you know, in about 15 minutes. And then yep. I, I just don't come back because, you know, I fit the description between 4'10 and 7 foot. You know, it's, it's yeah, it's, 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 it's disturbing, dude. And um, I, I, I've, it's, it's something that needs to be done. So the best thing I know to do is to use this podcast as a platform to uh, push uh, what we need serious change in our um, our legal system and um as far as our law enforcement and our judicial system so with that being said right there we're gonna start off with uh with manny i want y'all all to take your time voice your opinion say what y'all need to say get off your chest like i said this podcast is therapy once again thank you all for coming on here as well too um say what you need to say it's uh it's no no rules it's no no nothing to this thing man uh get everything off your chest uh manning being from georgia as your state, uh, my guy, please, uh, please talk to me uh, about your thoughts. Man, um, I know we joke a lot, as of lately, about you know my hometown, home state, been letting everyone down, but um, this hits—I can't even say it hit different. That's the problem with today. Like, you see it, you're like, dang, that's messed up, but it's not—it's not unbelievable. The fact that we're not floored like we should be about how this goes, how this went down. It, you know, as a resident of Georgia, you know, I grew up in a, in a, you know, the city of Atlanta for the most part. I just like, we already know what happens in rural Georgia and the fact that it's 2020. And when I see this, it's just, it's more disappointment. Like they got another one more than disappointment as I can't believe they did that is um, it's kind of sad. And like at that point, you know, you t I don't know about y'all, but you got to sit down and take a minute to verify your humanity to your own self in the sense, you know, it's like, you know, it, it could, like you said, it could have been any one of us. And like they, they put in the details and stuff like that, which I do enjoy, but you do understand before all this stuff came out, it was more burglary suspect than anything. <laughs> it wasn't, you know, it's like in and I seen a lot of my friends, some some groups I've been in that says these charges that just got filed from February. These these people just got arrested the other day that came from February, you know, and it wasn't because they saw the tape. It's because we saw the tape. And that is taken from where I, I don't know who said it in the you know, in my feed first, but I see I've seen it a lot and I don't want to take from whoever originated that, but it's true. And um like I'm at a loss of words once again as a father, as a per, as a black man, as you know, as a as a human. Like, like we still doing this, and it 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 hurts. And like 
even then, like there's a deeper thing where it sparks outrage in different um when other things going on in, in like our community or our our socioeconomic background, you know, like even then it's like at this point, it's not socioeconomics right now. We know what it is. It's called a spade a spade. And we gonna talk amongst ourselves about it, but like like I don't we still probably won't be heard in the long run. It's still gonna happen. There's other people in other places of the country that are above themselves. All that's gonna happen is next time they go and follow somebody for jogging for looking through a window is, you know, oh don't pull the camera out this time. Let's just handle it quietly, you know? So like we literally got a wind off someone's stupidity. What if that person didn't pull that camera out? You know, to follow that person. Cause that's rural Georgia. You know, you know, if you're in like the big city like DC, oh that camera gonna get out when stuff gets spicy, but it's just uh it it's um it's put me in a mood. Yeah, we laughed and joked at the beginning, but we had, you know, before we went live, but you know, we needed that. You know, we needed that. But we're not joking about we didn't joke about this issue. Don't get it wrong, America. We're all all listeners, but it's just at that point, and then we're all social distancing right now. We can't even get together to have a true conversation about it. We gotta use this platform exclusively to talk amongst ourselves about it. So um, I mean, there's heartache, there's heartbreak, there's disappointment, there's, you know, fear. And um I I don't know like it, it, like I said, it, it doesn't. It hits different, but it doesn't. It only hits different because it's still happening. And and like I've seen the video, and like that was that was a cold blood assassination right there. I won't even say my man was murdered. You know what I'm saying? It's a uh, it's sad. And like I'm still trying to. I had to mentally prepare myself to get on this camera, you know, with you know emotions in check to talk about it. And there's so much going through my head to where I can't even you know speak on it properly just know i'm upset i'm still i still fear for my younger sons i still fear for my sons and i still fear for myself like i stay in a decent neighborhood you know but luckily i'm in a progressive state in a large city and my protection my protection shouldn't be a bunch of people out here having my back i should be able to go do that stuff on my own straight up um, but I, I really can't beat into it going first, really. I mean, I like to hear the rest of y'all opinions. We can probably chat more about it later. I just, um, like, I'm, I'm sad that another man has had his life taken. Like, I really am. Like, for fucking jogging. For fucking jogging. Like, but, I mean, that's all I got on it right now. Honestly, I, I really can't feed too much into it. Anymore. I, I, can't, I, I don't have the energy. And I think a lot of us don't have the energy anymore. <clears throat> and, and the thing is, it gets swept under the rug every time. Like, a lot of us don't have any personal financial gain talking about this. So you got to understand, this is passionately on our minds and we feel this way. And I don't think the right outlet, the, you know, the right people are hearing it and adhering to it. Like, it'd be one thing if we took this and be like, you know, do this GoFundMe for anything outside of like this man's funeral or something like that. But like no one, we're talking about this because we, you know, we want to. Like we would have made the time for this as everybody working. We've been made the time for this. We would have set aside everything. We talking about this because it matters to us. And I want people to understand that. Like, 
Like, there's people who have done it, but 90-whatever percent of the people, we talk about it out without the benefit of financial gain, glory, gain, glory, or anything like that. We literally want to be heard, and we literally want to have have a change. So, but we'll spend it two hours next, and that's all I got for right now. Good talk, good talk. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I'm just like with Manny, and, you know, just like everybody else in here, and it affected me so like it just affected me to my core, man. Because if you, to those who know me, you know what I'm saying, know that I have a eight, a 19 year old. And to those of you who don't know, he's going into the military. You know, he's going to be a marine. He's training right now. And um, he came downstairs and asked me the other day. He was just like, you know, I'm training for my PT test, and um, I want to go out and jog. And he didn't really feel comfortable with going out. You know, he I, I kind of thought he was joking, but he said he wanted to go when I was with him. And, you know, he never had to say that before. So it, it, it kind of got to me. And um, with the whole Ahmad thing, man, it's just like that. It's that thing when you go out to run, like Rick said, you know, when we lived around the same neighborhood, even now, I know he goes out to jog. Just like my man Pat, I know he go out and jog. And it's just like now... I've always worried about them, but it's like now it's like, dang, you're going on the drug. All right, man, be safe. You know what I'm saying? Hit me up if you need anything. You know, I'm pretty sure Ahmad was just minding his business, man, just going out. And that's probably what he was doing that was bringing him peace. And then with the whole quarantine thing going on, everybody got it in their minds right now. And I'm pretty sure Will could sympathize with me right here just to stay healthy, man. You know what I'm saying? Just stay fit. Try to do what you can to just stay on top of this thing. And, you know, that's probably that was all on his mind, you know, getting out there, running, trying to beat this thing, trying to get his peace, trying to stay fit. And who knows when you're just going to run into something like that? Like nobody can ever prepare for nothing like that. I mean, it was it was a blatant ambush. You know what I'm saying? And I, and I seen the video. And I was appalled by it, not only because he, he was killed on the video, of course, but I seen a man have to make a very, 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 very short decision, whether to run and risk being shot from behind and kill or stay and fight two armed men for your life. Like, what what option do you have? I'm, I'm pretty sure at some point in his mind, he knew he was going to die. And as a black man, that it, it put me in a place where the only thing I could think of was to come on this podcast today and address like my Caucasian friends, like with with without no disrespect at all, not trying to be rude, but after this, you know, I'm I'm not doing well. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm not at a I'm not in a safe place no more. I, I don't feel comfortable no more. Like I, I don't I really don't want the small talk with them coming up to me saying, you know, I sympathize with you. You know, I I seen what happened. I know how you feel. Like you you can't say that. You know what I'm saying? Like you would never know how that feels. You would never be able to sympathize with that because I, I've known people who've got killed by police. You know, I had a cousin Gilbert that got killed by police. 
and beat. You know what I'm saying? Before he was killed. So it was just like, you can't sympathize. You know, I don't know if y'all can see my shirt, but I, I, I walked in a, uh, I walked in a Walmart today with this shirt on and say, can I jog? And, um, you know, I just, I just see, uh, it was a lot of white people in there and they was looking at me and, you know, they wanted to make small talk or most of them would just walk to the side of the aisle and just keep going because it's like in this shirt, they can feel our anger. And um, we are angry, you know, if y'all listening, we are. And what what makes me so angrier is that we can't go protest like them. You know what I'm saying? We go to protest, it could be a thousand of us out there and unless 500 of them people came with us, we're not going to talk to them. We're going to be out there for the same thing, but it's just like, if you don't know the person next to you, you're not going to say nothing. And it is reminiscent of you being in class and somebody and the teacher asking who knows the answer. You know, you never raised your hand. You knew the answer, but you never raised it because you was bringing attention to yourself. And, you know, that 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 brings me back to all the protests we were at. You just seen everybody with their hoods on, hands in their hood, hoodie pockets, standing all to the side. They were there for the moral support, which is which is great but you still got to voice your opinion. And that's why Rick just don't know how proud of him I am for making this podcast or doing this podcast because it gives everybody a voice of reason now and everybody can say what they want. And it's going to get heard. Might not, you know, be able to do too much, but it's going to get heard, you know? And I just feel so bad for Amar Arbery's parent, man, like, I know his mom is just not not even just devastated because it, it just gives you it, it puts her in a position where she has to forget about being a humanitarian at the at the end of the day because she probably went from some sweet lady, sweet caring lady who was just all about family. And now she has to pray that, you know, some type of justice happened to somebody else. Like she has to pray that somebody else gets locked up or pray that somebody else gets life or pray that somebody else gets the death penalty. And we shouldn't have to go to that point. You know what I'm saying? It should never have to go to a point where we have to pray that somebody gets life in jail or, you know, get locked up for the rest of their life without the possibility of parole. And that's, that's basically what everybody doing now. And it's crazy how the turn of events just can change somebody's mind from being just a regular human being to wanting to see somebody killed so bad. And I, I hear it. I see it on Facebook, Instagram. I hear it. It's just like, man, I hope they kill them dudes or I hope them dudes die in jail. When two or three weeks ago, I just seen the same person posting, you know, nothing can happen without God or, you know, anything is possible with God. Like you turn from religion to just wanting to see somebody dead. And that's the position we're put in. You know, we don't have that support where we can go out and protest and millions of people show up. And oh, we're over a murder anyway, especially by the cops. And then when it does happen in our families, it's just that one or two knuckleheads you got in your family is just going to say, man, you know what? We're going to do this. We're going to do that. But at the end of the day is if you do do it, Shit, you might get life in jail. You know, you can't go retaliate on nobody that uh, on 
a white man that just killed a black man, bro, you're going to put your whole life away. You might end up getting killed. So, yeah, <laughs> like like Manny said, it, it's a real move right now. And I just, I can't even explain how angry I am, bro. Like he would, like he said, he was going to jog. You know what I'm saying? That's that's everybody's peace, man. You know, working out, just getting out. You know, we we quarantine. We quarantine. You know what I'm saying? That man just wanted to go out for a job, and you get confronted by two armed men. You know, and it's especially with a lot of y'all being in the military. It's like y'all didn't came to that point. You know what I'm saying? With with where whether it was life or death. And you got to choose, like, man, I ain't, you know, you think to yourself, like, man, I ain't, I ain't about to do this. You know, that shit going to get me killed or, you know, I ain't, I ain't about to do this. You know what I'm saying? I'm going a, I'm to a survive this or, you know, I'm going to make it out of this alive. Like, could you imagine after that first shot, you know what I'm saying? Like, he had to know he wasn't going to make it. And that's what people don't realize why we get so angry because we get put in a position where, it's either life or death. And nine times out of 10, it's going to be death when it's a situation like that. You know what I'm saying? Imagine what his last thoughts were, you know, like that's why we get so mad to anybody who's listening, who don't understand why, you know, the black race is so bad. It's just, it's that we, it's just the situations we are put in. You know what I'm saying? We, we got to face that. And he had to face that. And imagine his mom knowing that she couldn't be there. So I mean that that's and I'm and I just got to speak on the anger of the black man. You know what I'm saying? Because I I know a majority of y'all. You know what I'm saying? I know Manny and his kids, and I would never want nothing to happen to Manny. I know Devin, I know Rick, I know Miko, I know Will. I've seen Will. You know what I'm saying? Will got to worry about so much, whether it's mixing, making these tapes, delivering doing this, doing that, being a father, dealing with what he's had to deal with for the last two or three weeks, and then still got to go out and hope, you know what I'm saying, an angry white man don't take my life just because I'm black. You know, like, everybody has to deal with that. Miko with the pictures, I've seen, you know, I've seen everybody do what they like to do or show me what they like to do, and it just comes to a point where I hope that y'all can continue to do that without having to be confronted because of y'all color. I worry about y'all, man. Like, for real. I ain't even gonna lie. I ain't trying to be sentimental, emotional. Like, I worry about my brother so much. They just, y'all just don't even know, bro. Like, oh, that's all some real shit, man. The man shit. But, um, I I feel like I've been talking too much. I'm gonna pass it to you, Donnell. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, man. You can go as long as you need to. I mean, I we all go have overlapping points, but uh, I wrote some stuff down just so because I know I, I I'm a, I'm a talker and Ricky know me. I'm I'm I, you know I can go forever. Hey, but hey, I, wrote, talk, I wrote some points. Shit. I, yeah, no, you know, <laughs> I, I you know, and I, I write some stuff down because I uh, you know, I've been uh, I've been on I've been on some uh, of a, of a similar thought process for a long time. So I grew if you don't know, I grew up like overseas or whatever. Uh, a little for the most part from like seven to. 14 my dad was in the military so i was in belgium so i was getting a lot of my uh i don't know you know knowledge of self or whatever from reading autobiographies of malcolm x and whatever and being you know i got in my little militant vibe back in the 90s or whatever and i had my little medall- my little african medallions on or whatever but but <clears throat> you know 
never never walking around with a with a it, it's too it, it takes too much to walk around like hating you know what I mean like no matter how much this happens it still takes too much for me or even us to walk around and and, and hate a whole bunch of people I got I got I got I got you got to focus it where it needs to be focused but I also feel like there's some stuff we could do and and it's just it's starting to be my personal belief system because like you said you got a 19 year old I got a 17 year old son that's uh, we have, we have to have talks around here. He ain't want his, we, we, I just, we just got him comfortable with, cause he, he, he way hairier than me. He not mine biologically, but you know, I adopted him. He mine, but he ripped, he got a full up beard and he always used to get it cut at the barbershop to shave off. He's just like, I don't want to look older. I'm not trying to look older. He like, and he's, you know, he got his hair twisted up. He locked up and he's like six two. So he ain't really trying to look older. And I think that, that, that's a psychological thing is what difference is it? Let your body do what it do, you know? Yeah. And you know, the, the, I, I just, this is just one of the many conversations you got to have with your kids now. Like every time something like this happened, now I got I got three boys, so I got him and I got two eight-year-old twins. But with him, we, we about to put him out into the world. So these are the kind of things we got to deal with him. We got him comfortable with that. So that's what we were talking about cutting. I lined his beard up the other day. You know, that was a good little father-son bonding moment because I'm like, nah, man, wear this. I don't, you know, I'm mad I had to shave. That's just your natural appearance. Don't change it for nobody. Like we can't. Nobody changes nothing for us. Like you don't change your natural. Parents with nobody. Your hair grows out the your hair goes out your face. Wear it, rock it. You know, walk in confidence. Walk with your, you know. You can't th- th- at some point. I, I can't pacify him to go out into the world. You know what I mean? But there's some other things we're gonna do too. Cause I'm a I'm a firm believer, especially if you're living in them states like Georgia, Florida, where I plan on living, Texas. You got to take advantage of the laws that's afforded to everybody, right? So everybody is not gonna be prosecuted the same. They're not gonna look at you the same. But you can go. And I put something on my I put something on my social media and Ricky and probably saw it. You can arm up and train up. And we out here acting like nobody else. They, they are arming up. I'm gonna tell you something that was real that opened my mind to this. Yeah, I, I've been kind of thinking about it. You know, I have my my uh, my concealed permit and I have a I have an inside way to get it pretty quick, even in Maryland, because I know some cops that live over here in, down down here in La Plata. So I'm gonna go ahead and go through with that. But I thought about something when this quarantine thing first happened. It's funny how we all react. We see people lined up, and I ain't going to put it on nobody because it was different people and different things, and Maryland is a weirder place. It's not like Florida or whatever. It wasn't clear divisions, but I rode by uh, Fred's Outdoor where they sell a bunch of guns. That line was around the corner when yep. this first happened, and yeah, guess yeah, what? It was yeah, sold yeah, out, yeah. the guns and the ammo. There's certain people that think certain ways when things happen, and we got to start thinking certain ways when certain things happen. So going to get a whole bunch of food and stop by your house with food, okay, that's cool if it's, you know... But but also be thinking in that other mindset, that protection mindset, because I'm not saying I'm there's I never cast no blame on him but nothing. But if we have a different mindset, then people that think you have a gun and don't run up on you the same way. You know what I'm saying? If you have that mindset, you don't just chase nobody down because you can't get the shotgun up faster than I get my handgun up. And I'm not saying that I'm not trying to put nothing on him, but you know what I'm saying? That's that's what we all as group think. You got to change your mind. And I'm not. It's not for everybody. Everybody's not gonna do it. But if the right amount of people do it, you got to at least put the thought out there that uh, maybe maybe I'm not going to chase this dude down the street for no reason because he could turn around and get me. And, and it's still not. And, I, and I'll even I'll even play devil's advocate and know that that's not going to turn out good either, because if, if he got his rounds off, it's their story against his. Right. Because that video, then now that video don't come out. If he's the victor in that, that video ain't coming out to prove it nothing good, you know. So that's what I say. The other thing I'll put out, put out there, because I'm thinking old, you know, I'm about to be 40 years old. I'm, I'll be 39 this year, but I, I think, I'm trying to think things that I want to do when I get out of the military. So I, as a person, do not, I, and, and people can 
scold me if they want. I do not care about the presidential election because I don't have no control about that. But these type of things, what they should do wherever you live, this should you should be worried about the local, your local community politics. And if you know your local demographics and you know that you black and black people should be running stuff, then you need to get black people and put them in the positions to rectify situations like this. Like this is where you can Donald, Donald Trump don't got nothing to do with me. I, I mean, honestly, in my job maybe, but it's way that's way above our local community day to day life. You know what I'm saying? He ain't coming down and smacking me in the face every day. You know who is the police, the people, the, the commissioners, the county commissioners, the, the, that kind of stuff is what you can affect with stuff like this. Like we can get mad, but then you got to focus that energy somewhere, right? And we can be upset, and we still got to focus that energy. The, what we can't do is pacify. And then sit back and be like, man, I don't know what we're going to do. Because I'll be honest, I, it's something I do. I just thought about the other day. I went on a 21-mile bike ride straight down 301 and back. What could have mm. happened many times? That's, I was in the sticks. I was that, way down past the plate, all the way headed towards Virginia, and I turned around and came back like that. I do that kind of stuff all the time. I run. We got to run. We got to stay in shape. You know, you want to do that anyway because it's nice. You quarantine. You got to get out the house, get away from your kids, get away from your family. Everybody needs their space. But on a normal daily, on, he was doing something normal. And that's where... This gets real for us because it's not like where they try to criminalize somebody. You, they, they can't even do nothing. You can't do nothing. They can't say he was trying to steal something. They, they, you can say the burglary thing, but, bro, he was jogging. You, you can't. You can spin it whatever way you want to spin it, but the, the man was doing what he thought he was supposed to be doing. And we all, another thing we do is, you know, we all move. If we come from, a, depending on what environment we come from, you move to what you consider to be a safer environment. But is it a safer environment? It's just dangerous in different ways, right? You know, maybe the bullets ain't coming directly. If you, if you, I, I ain't from that, but if you, if you, if you're in a wild environment and you know you got to get out of that, like in, in inner cities, but which ain't nothing but the product of people living on top of each other, it has nothing to do with black, white, or whatever. That's if you pack a bunch of white people together, they kill each other. You pack a bunch of black people together, they kill each other. You pack a bunch of Chinese people, they kill each other. So that you know, if for anybody who wants to refute the black on black crime and all that stuff, there's no such thing. That's only used for us. Everybody who lives together kills each other. They don't have nothing to do with color. But that, that, that whole mentality, like, there's is, is a bunch of things that go in, and I know I'm rambling a little bit, but it, there's good, a bunch good. of emotions that get, that get invoked when this happens, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I, I think, you know, I'm trying to think a couple, three, four layers deep. Um, I mean, we, there, this was talked about, what the weird part about this is, like, so, we, so for years, you know, our parents or our parents' parents talked about all this stuff, and it wasn't really heard, it fell on deaf ears, and then, you know what happened? Hip-hop happened. People start rapping about it, and they're like, oh, why are you rapping about this kind of stuff? And I'm like, well, this is what's happening. You know, they were the they were the voice of the hood, right? Now you don't need that no more. This literally on tape, and it's still now what? You can't. People can't ignore it now. So this is what it tells me. If you see this on video over and over and over again, because now this is so many people, and I can read the list of somebody put up the post about all the things we can't do and be killed. Like, now if you see this and you don't find a fundamental problem, and not us, because we got the problem with it, because it, it, it hurts. There's somebody who looked like me. There's somebody who's in the African diaspora from wherever we all from. We all trace back to somewhere that aligns that, that's the same, right? So for me, if it don't invoke something in you, then to me, mm, I'm going to have to start looking at you a little differently. And, and, and I feel that way about coworkers people that we live in a neighborhood with, we're, gonna have to, we're not just going to talk about it. I want, if you don't feel a certain way about it, like, and I'm talking about condemning, not like, oh, man, that's crazy. Nah. If you're not condemning it, if you're talking about let's see all the facts, I, I can't, I, I don't know, we're having a different conversation to me because I saw what I needed to see. You know what I'm saying? I, I, he, he, he was running. You know what I mean? He 
unarmed, he wasn't doing nothing, and you ain't think it ain't your job to be thinking nobody's no burglary suspect and then making him stop. He had the exact reaction he's supposed to have. You, you stop me while I'm trying to do something, and then you have a shotgun. Oh, I'm in self-defense mode at this point. I don't know what's going on. But again, that's where I go back to the armed up thing. Like, cause there's, he could have, you know, that could have gone a little different if he, if he, if we, if we in that, if we put ourselves in that mentality. And uh, that's about it. I got a, a couple other things I want to let other people get on, and, we'll, and I'll roll back onto it. But I just think that we should all start thinking that way. Protection. But protection can't always be let something happen to you. It should be offensive at some point. You know what I'm saying? Like you're not going out and waving the gun, but make people know that you're not about. That's not what we're about. You know, if we start, like we're not violent. I'm not violent at all. Most everybody we sitting here, we we cool, we chilling, we joking, we laughing, we smiling, whatever. And that <clears throat> I know for a fact that I can walk into a room and if people looking at me weird, I can disarm them by last. I got a I smile big and then I can tell jokes. You know what I mean? And then we disarm them and we can get the move. But but why do I have to do that? That's something that I had to learn how to do to function in the world. I walk into a room, they're looking weird, all right, we can wrap it up, and then boom, 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 boom. And I can, you know, I can get with the jokes, or I can speak, with, I can talk about a bunch of different things, and then we can, then we calm the tension in the room. And then it's like, oh, well, but, but then it's, oh, well, you're okay, but it's still, you know, and I don't like to hear that either, you know. So it's, it's just a conversation. Y'all get y'all, y'all get y'all, uh, y'all shit off. I'm, I'm good over here. We can come back around. True. That's, good talk. That's beautiful, man. Next up. Yeah, so, I mean, for me, I started watching the video. I didn't finish. Uh, I got up until the point of the, them putting their hands on him, and that's why I, I cut it off because I knew what was going to happen, and I knew how I was going to react to it. I knew the emotion that it was going to rile up in me, and so I just left it alone. Um, a lot of people don't know me, you know what I'm saying, how I live my everyday life, but up until – a week ago, I literally, like, did not do any exercise unless I was playing basketball or sport. You know what I'm saying? Like, I literally had to be playing a sport. Otherwise, I hated exercise. Well, a week ago, I started walking. And it wasn't until, you know, I'm one of the people who didn't even know about this until, after, like, until inside this recent week. You know, so the fact that it happened February 23rd, right? Um, or like in Feb February, yeah, and I'm just back. now hearing about it in May. To me, that was not eye opening because I mean, it probably happened to a guy yesterday, and we don't know yet, you mm -hmm. know, and may never know, you know. Uh, so for me, when I think about it, it's like, and I put this on my, my Facebook wall too, it's this is why I have to look over my shoulder everywhere I go. This is why you'll never see me just stay focused on one singular thing. I'm not ignoring you if we're having a conversation and we're out in public. I'm making sure we're safe. This is why I worry for my little brother who is 20 years old and who loves to listen to his music and have a party in his car while he's driving. This is why I fear for my grandfather who works at the airport, for my grandmother who stays at home because she retired. Like, I got a little sister who lives out in the sticks of Virginia. This is why I fear for them. Why, why should I have to live in fear 
simply because my skin doesn't match yours. And this is something that has been said for years, decades, you know what I'm saying? So I'm not, you know, saying anything new or groundbreaking, but dang, (laughs) it's 2020, man. It's 2020 and we've literally, honestly, and this is no disrespect to the pioneers, uh, you know, our, our pioneers, our Malcolm X's, our Martin Luther King, but we've literally gone, we've, we haven't made it anywhere. We really haven't made it anywhere. Like, you can say we have more freedom, yet we can eat at the same place, we can drink out of the same water fountain, but that don't mean you're going to survive your experience in the same place or at the same water fountain. Mm-hmm. And so, like, to me, that's just insane that not just him, but so many others. I saw the same list Donnell saw for all the things we can't do. These are everyday life things. We're not trying to do nothing special. We're not asking for special privileges. We're asking for humanity. That's it. Let me be a human being. That's all I'm asking for. And I can't. And I gotta be in fear. And I love, and I mean love, my white friends, my white family, you know, because I do have some white family. But they can't understand it. And they try to be there, you know what I'm saying, as best they can, of course, but you'll never have to experience it. You know, I had a white friend respond to, to my post, and he was like, hey, man, I know y'all going through it, but we're not all like that. Like, I promise you, we're not all like that. I'm stand, I stand by you. I care for you. I love all of you. Um, that and I we know, know him. I went to school with him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I know. Cool. I saw, I let him know. I said, bro, trust me. I, I've had the privilege of knowing you as a person. So I know you're true to your words when you say these things, but I still have to deal with it. Mm-hmm. I still have to think like this. Otherwise, if I stop thinking like this and I let my guard down, I turn into the next name on your Facebook wall. Mm-hmm. And so to me, it's like it's infuriating, it's saddening. Um, like I said, I don't talk, I don't, I, I normally don't even talk on these subjects and, and really get into them because I know where I'm gonna go with it. And I don't want to begin to hate anybody simply because they're different from me. And I don't want to look at everybody, but, but bro, I walk down the street, I walk in the grocery store, I walk anywhere and I have to wonder, is this white person, somebody that's cool with us? Or is this white person, somebody that's going to pull out a gun on me? This white person, somebody that's going to beat me for no reason. Why? There's no reason I should ever have to think like that, go through that. My little brother, you all's children, us in general, we should never have to think like this whatsoever. Um, And the, the only other thing I have is a message to us as a people. I really feel that we've become so... We've, we've become more comfortable with posting and tweeting the injustice that's going on we've become more comfortable with that than we've grown tired of dealing with it 
then we've grown tired of the injustice. You can vote all you want. You can protest all you want. We've seen all those things done for decades. Until until we stand together and we're serious and we prove we're serious, it's not going to change. I don't want to get too controversial on my personal thoughts or go too far with it, but I just always remember a Tupac interview and, you know, I don't know it verbatim what he said, but he said something along the lines of it's going to get to a point where it's going to, people are going to get tired and it's going to be a war. You, you're literally driving it to the point where the only thing that'll solve this is we'd be on the verge of another civil war. That's literally where it's being pushed to. And don't let the minority tag fool you because people of color are less of a minority than we used to be. And it's just going, it's going to get to the point if something doesn't change, it's going to get to the point where people of color, and it's not just going to be black people. That's the thing. It's not just going to be black people. They're going to start thinking, okay, well, let me get my, let me get my arms together. Or you're going to kill one too many people or the wrong person. And somebody is going to want to go to war about that. And when that happens is when all hell breaks loose. And we come to a place where nobody is wants. Nobody wants to get to, nobody wants to have to go to war just to be a human. None of us want to kill somebody. But it, just like you said in the Mars situation, it becomes, oh, I see now, it's me or you. You're not giving me any other option. You're, mm-hmm. you're telling me that this street is not big enough for the two of us. Yep. So what do I do at this point? Do I fight or run? I don't even, I just feel like we, we need to, we definitely have to move past the complacency of posting and reposting and need to move to actual action. Uh, I applaud, the first person I saw do it was Will Bowser, and then I, I've also seen other people do and push it. Action is required. I mean, posting, the uh, giving us the... Um, the attorney general uh, of Georgia, that that phone number, to to like, okay, you retweeting and you posting this, call the person that can change so that I can do something about it. Call the person that can push your DA to make the arrest. Um, last thing, I, I won't be satisfied until I hear convicted. Charged means nothing to me. Yeah, that's that's one hundred percent. That that's the last thing I got, and I'll let I'll let everybody else pick up. George Zimmerman was charged. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Next man up. Is that me? That's you. That's you. Oh. So, um, for me, I'm mixed. So I have a white side family and a black side family. Um, and kind of like uh, what they were saying earlier is how, you know, Martin Luther King, what they did back then, 
didn't fix the issue in my eyes, more so masked it and put it in the closet. Um, it's like being from Wisconsin, I was one of three black kids in a whole entire school. Um, and so being one of three black kids in a whole entire school, there's things you deal with um, growing up and going to school. And, and Wisconsin racism isn't blatantly out there like it is in the South. It's more things behind closed doors stop me from progressing or kind of, what's the word? Like second guessing everything you do because you're black. Like uh, I always had a story about, I was in elementary school, I was in gifted math. So I would go over to the middle school to do math. And my first day there, only black kid in the class, my teacher at the time um, asked me if I was sure I was in the right class. Um, I had it on my schedule and everything. I was like, no, I'm sure. And she took it upon herself to go all the way up to the principal to confirm that I was supposed to be in the right class. And granted, I was the only person she did this with. She didn't do it with anybody else. Um, and at the time, I, you know, I was still young. I didn't. I was kind of naive, so I didn't understand what was happening. Now I look at it, I understand. Oh, it's because I was black, and because I was black, she didn't think I was quote unquote smart enough to be in that class. Uh, jokes on her. I graduated with the highest grade in her class. Um, but that being said, some of my friends, um, some of my own family, with this whole incident, kind of shows. Even people in my own family are racist. And it, it kind of is boggles my mind to see some of the things my grandmother has posted, um, things that are calling the, those two individuals heroes, um, how they were in the right, wow. how they were uh, practicing. Um, what's the, she was, she was um, sharing stuff about uh, pretty much they were making a citizen's arrest and how Georgia has laws that are in place that allow citizens to pretty much act as sheriffs in a given point in time and to like to see some stuff from your own grandmother um post something as crazy as as she has is is wild and it makes me makes me question how she really feels about me uh it makes me feel and it also ties into my my own generation i'm only 22 probably the youngest person in here by a few years um and so I'm probably more involved in the social media aspect because, you know, my generation is more social on the internet. And to see some things on TikTok, um, which is a new platform that my generation is using, um, really shows how America has not progressed at all. Um, you know, there's been countless incidences where people will post something on TikTok uh, and then they'll somebody report it and next thing you know they'll lose their scholarship or they'll get expelled from school and all these these things um and even with this case it's just like uh there was one where pretty much they were running it was a white guy and he was running he pretended to get shot and he was like um how's my how's my form and he tagged uh what's his name uh you know Ahmad in it and it's kind of like really at this point in time that's what you want to do. Like, oh shit, I got some stuff in my throat. <coughs> Damn, you good? <coughs> yeah, I got a gypsum. <laughs> Usually I would joke at this point, but I want you to get your oh, point yeah, out. Oh, you good, you good, you good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you think? Like, we, yeah, we're doing so serious right now. Yeah, I just, cause this is deep. Oh man, um, but it's crazy. Yeah, t- take your time, man. Take your time, man. 
Tattoos on my throat. Um, but yeah, it's like people, people, and it, it's crazy because you know I'm being mixed because I do have a large percentage of white in me. Even people in the black community look at me in a way they're like, "Well, you're not all all the way black." So, and you know, I always get told that I don't understand the full experience of being black because I'm mixed, um, which I think is absolutely ridiculous um and then sometimes you feel alienated because you don't know where you 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 sit you know you one day you're you're black to a white man but to you know to people that you want to be associated with you're not black enough and so when issues like this happen and then you have you know your own family members who are supporting two individuals that slaughtered a man in broad daylight for just jogging um and then you're like, well, you know, obviously I'm here to support, but then it's like, well, there are these other people that are saying I'm not black enough to support being black because I'm not quote unquote black enough. Um, and it's, it's ridiculous. Uh, I'm an avid runner. I run all the time. Um, and so to see stuff like this is, is hard. Um, just hard. Uh, it's crazy. Um, I'm I'm kind of thankful there was somebody there recording, as stupid as they were to record. I'm thankful that they were there recording because without that without that tape, I don't think anything would have happened. Um, this would have just been swept on the rug. They would have been free, um, and it wouldn't really have sparked as much as the outrage. It would mean people would still be mad, but it wasn't until that video came out that then everybody was like, "All right, this is really really an issue." Because at that point. It was just their two words because you only have one side of the story because the other side of the story is no longer there. But that video proved that what they were saying wasn't accurate at all and pretty much threw all their credibility out the window. Um, but, you know, I, I've had a few friends who, you know, they, they kind of said the same thing at this point. Like, don't be out there buying toilet paper when stuff like this happens. Don't be out there buying, you know, food and stuff. It's time for you to start arming up and defending yourself, you know, using your second amendment rights and really protecting yourself against all ends foreign and domestic. Um, and, and that's really what we as people need to start doing. We really need to start taking our own protection more seriously and not really be more selfish in how we go about our day. Like, you know, a lot of people, black people, they're, they try and step like they're walking on eggshells because they're scared if they step too hard, that the world's going to crumble down around them. And that's really how, the system is kind of built nowadays is if you do anything out of line your whole world will be signed away by a judge um which you know is crazy but really the only way any of this can happen is you know we've already tried peaceful ways of doing it it's crazy it seems it seems like if peaceful if the peaceful way isn't working what other option do we have besides starting to kind of get more ang- angry and violent um which isn't a good thing about any means, especially because there's already that stereotype that all black people are angry. Um, and it's, it's a tough, it's a tough situation. You know, you're stuck behind a, a rock in a hard place with nowhere to go. Um, but yeah, man, that's, that's all I really got. Uh, amazing words, amazing words, Miko. Yeah. Um, you know, when this this uh, when this happened, 
through Amara Arbery, I, I thought about my parents, um, my mother, my my father, and my little brother. They they walk around the neighborhood all the time. They you know they're very active. They're very you know out and about when it comes to just being healthy and whatnot. They're in their early fifties, and I'm like, I'm very lucky to have young parents, but. Um, you know, they live in a predominantly white neighborhood. And it, I never think about it to where it's like they're in danger with where they're at. Because it's like, you know, their neighbors know them and, you know, they're, they, they've been there for 17 years now. But at the same time, I mean, they're still the minority of the neighborhood. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, I... Hearing this story about Ahmaud Arbery especially just kind of like, it choked me up a little bit because I'm like, yo, that that could have been them. You know what I mean? That could have been them. I don't think about it here being in the neighborhood I live in because it's a very um, diverse neighborhood. And I'm like, oh, I'm good. I could just run around here. I, I, I throw deuces up to the neighbors if I'm running and I'm like, I'm good. But it's, I, I shouldn't have to think about it if I'm in a in a predominantly white neighborhood. I should just be, you know, getting my run in and being, you know, getting my healthy, just getting my health on and whatnot. But it it's sickening to 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 have that that mindset to me, you know. It's sickening to have that mindset. Um, it bothers me. It, it really does. The, the the lifestyle I grew up in is I grew up in a very diverse lifestyle of have friends of many backgrounds and to me like I just think to myself why why do we have to why do we why do why is it like this where we're we're in 2020 we should we should be in a in a civilization where we were not looked at differently because of this our, our skin color like we're we're human beings at the end of the day but it's like we're still primitive to where, in this country, I mean, I, us, but like in general, the mindset socially is just like, we we predetermine ourselves by our skin color, like socially. And it's just like, how are we so, how is this like still a thing, you know? Um, I think about, you know, my friends, I think about, I think about y'all and it, uh, I'm sorry, y'all. Like, I'm just, I'm just freaking. Take your I'm time. just fed up with it. You're good. You're good. I'm You're very, good. I'm fed up with it. Um, we, we've come so far, you know, but we still like it's, it's still like we still have a far way to go with this BS happening, taking two months for any type of start of justice to take place, where someone's life is taken because they were jogging while black. Two months, Jank, February twenty fifth, was it? That this happened, and we're just hearing about this this week. You know what I mean? Like, it's ridiculous. Um, it's fucking ridiculous. I'm sorry. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And you can cuss on here. I, I, it does not I think about the life that I I live. And I don't look, I, I look at every person's background in terms of how they came up as a human being. And for the most part, I, I 
rarely had any type of racial encounters with anyone. And um, I really didn't have a racial encounter, like, to, you know, to myself until I was 20 years old. When I was chilling in my neighborhood, me and two friends, one was black, one was white. And we were just, you know, shooting the shit, freestyling, doing whatever. And this police officer comes up to us and was like, uh, we had some disturbance of loud noises in the neighborhood. And, and we're like, we're outside of one of our friend's house talking, not even, like, the music isn't even loud at all. We were just, like, talking about what's going on in our bullshit. And he was like, well, there's a party going on around here. Do you guys hear anything about it? It's like, no. He was, like, finding a reason for him to be there to 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 probe us on, like, why we're here in this very affluent neighborhood, which is where we live. And I'm like, yo, we live around here. Why are you, why are you bothering us? You know what I'm saying? And that, to me, I, I, I explained to him, like, you have, no re- you have no business or reason to be here. Unless you are here for whatever you're looking for, it's not here. You need to go elsewhere with that shit. You know what I'm saying? And to this day, like, 13 years later, I still think about it. It's like, why did that happen? Because we're we're black in a predominantly white neighborhood, a very affluent neighborhood. Like why 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 did you come to us with that? Because we're black. You know what I'm saying? And exactly that's what it was. But it was just like, why is it like this? I'm I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. And and what everyone else is saying about how we we definitely need to carry on the narrative with our our fellow counterparts with, you know, other minorities, Asians, everybody else, white people especially, like, we we need to, we have to have a, a, a bigger dialogue about this. But bigger than that is, we, there needs to be action about it, you know? And I feel like we're going, as tragic as it is, it's going in a, in a right direction, but it's, it's going to get worse before it gets better, unfortunately. Yeah, the way true. I see it, um, it's this is this is ridiculous. Like I, I feel like we're like we still have a long way to go. I dig that. I appreciate mm-hmm. the fact that we got a bunch of people from a different bunch of different backgrounds giving their story. And even yeah. then, like I ain't gonna lie, before we move on to the next person, Trev, what you said and your mindset yeah, that is fucking nuts which you know you we yeah, all think sure. that but you don't we don't feel the passion in your words honestly we usually be too busy bullshitting about other stuff so mm-hmm. um, but I, it's not my turn we um ricky go ahead you, you're running this show that's the psychological part of this whole thing though we got yeah. our own thing and he got his own thing because of us and the other side you know what i mean yeah. like it's just a lot of this is is is, is all yes. right here yeah, and like it hit the thing is the fact that it hits everybody a different way, but it's st- the outcome is still the same. Like, yeah. come on, in my point yeah. earlier, yeah. he ain't doing this for nothing. Yeah, but I digress. 